Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, my name is Dallas here. Today, we have another incredible guest, a young guest joining us today in the studio. Her name is Kata Flowers. Kata, how are you today? Such a pleasure to have you. Hello, I'm great today. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. I can't complain. I can't complain. Mm-hmm. Kata, you are the the founder of a page called Spiritual Aspiration. So we're going to talk about this spiritualaspiration.com, all of your inspiration, your aspiration behind all of that, the creation, the kind of content you're promoting and things like that out there. So first, we just like to give our guests the opportunity to share about their Christian faith. Our, our audience love to hear who we talk to how you became a Christian, why you continue to be a Christian, and for you as a young person, how it kind of helped you in your life. So go ahead, Kate, and tell us a little bit about that, please. All right. Yeah. So I grew up in the church and I definitely did have a sense of pride in like the Bible classes where I would not like necessarily like believe in like God and stuff I just like like to answer the questions right in the Bible classes and um yeah I never like really wrapped my head around um the word and everything that it taught me and yeah like growing up like I had friends like I was like pretty popular I had but although like I had experiences like fake friends or like people mm-hmm. overstepping my boundaries um since I was like the funny kid and like the nice girl sometimes people would you know make hurtful jokes about me and Mm -hmm. things like that and that really brought my spirit down because if I like came back at them they would like not be my friend and Mm -hmm. I didn't want that um and yeah so I moved to um Englewood New Jersey in sixth grade and that's where I was finally faced with me having no friends and I was faced with the reality that people thought that I was like weird and like people that Mm -hmm. that was like boring also because I wasn't really like into parties and stuff like I didn't want to vape and all that all those Mm -hmm. other things and people just thought that was like an outcast so Mm -hmm. I tried to like form and like like conform with them like fix myself fix myself to their standards but I still felt rejected because it wasn't me. And um, that's not who we are, right? Yeah, I understand that. Mm -hmm. And I I always like got involved with like escapism. Like I would read and write constantly. I love to daydream. Even at like an imaginary friend, like doing all these things involved like escapism, just to escape from like the reality of like, not being perceived as weird, just like being in my own space. Mm 
And I was like struggling with like loneliness and like depression because like I had no friends during that time. And with like my family life, we were like kind of distant too. So to cope, I turned to other things. Like I was looking, I would remember looking up spells, how to make friends. Like I would turn to like, like Buddhism and stuff just to like fill a void in like my heart, but those didn't help me. Um, and I, yeah, I developed depression and like I put on a mask. I would like not feel hungry a lot of the times, like, and I was just like, yeah, I just put on a mask, just being in the background, quiet. Mm-hmm. I felt like no one understood me. I always felt invalidated or unloved and like who I was, who I really was. And like, finally, like, I never like really had a prayer life or anything like that, but I felt it in my heart sometimes like pray to God to like make things get better and um he was like trying to tell me like to seek him and follow him because I remember like having dreams about just my life getting better I have dreams like there's like a bright light like guiding me and I was like mm-hmm. is that like God trying to tell me something and I remember like in um the summer of seventh grade, like a family moved into our apartment complex and um, my mom like was made friends with their mom. And like now like we're best friends and they always like follow God. They are really good influences on me. And I know that my prayer guided me to them because I had no friends, but they're like friends that really guide me. Like they're my roommates Mm -hmm. today. So like, despite like um my promise to like follow God because like when I prayed I was like and not I even have like a video of me um saying this prayer and like crying <laughs> still in my camera roll but and I was like I promised to God that I would like follow him if he gave me friends but despite that promise I felt unable to follow him because I felt unworthy that he mm-hmm. like my God wouldn't love me since like I felt like no one else did also and yeah I moved to like this uh, this new school with my two new friends and I finally felt free to be myself free to be like my weird expressive self and I finally like felt happy but then I just had then I moved to another school sophomore year and you know coming in like late September so school already started so People Mm -hmm. were already forming like their own friend groups. And I felt just alone at that time. But it was like kind of different than like how it used to be because there was people that were around me, but I didn't have my hopes up that we would be friends. I just kind of came into like the situation thinking Mm -hmm. that, okay, I'm not going to have friends. So it doesn't matter. And I felt like, you know, that was me finally being happy, but it was just me suppressing my emotions. And I like a few acquaintances and stuff like that, but nothing like a friend. And I convinced myself that I wasn't phased by having no friends and stop being hopeful, stop being optimistic and just like suppressing my feelings over the years. Mm-hmm. And then junior year came around and that was a time where like I, you know, got new clothes, like I got the lashes, the hair extensions, the nails, and I felt like 
validated for once like people paid attention to me like mm-hmm. the popular girls paid attention like the guys like the popular guys like the football guys and everything they paid attention but that still didn't make me happy even though that's yeah. I, what I thought I wanted and during COVID it was like a time for me to like be myself and like chill out but there was a situation at school also that made me want to just be alone and like not mm-hmm. go to school and that's when I like started studying the Bible because I felt like, you know, it's COVID. I don't have anything better to do, but also like to gain like purpose for my life and try to figure out what's real and like what's not. Mm-hmm. And like you studying like the historical, scientific, like the psychological, like all of that stuff, engaging on the hard questions, like reflecting on my life compared to the Bible, learning about Jesus's life and like studying the Bible just for like, a little ego boost as well i realized mm-hmm. things in my life like how i thought that i was was not depressed but i still was because it was me suppressing my emotions like and ignoring it and being like delivered from that depression and like me being distant and like secretly manipulative it was me like wanting to do things how people have done me so i like, mm-hmm. wanted to treat people like the way they, they talk like treat me sort of thing mm-hmm. and I thought that um I reflected on the part where God didn't give me the friends that I thought I wanted because he knew that if I did I'll be subject to like trying out maybe like drugs or like underage mm-hmm. drinking and stuff like that and he also like showed me the magnitude of his love and like in friendships that um he gave me uh with my two friends in middle school and I reflected on that fact that I could have godly relationships and love in my life Mm -hmm. um that there are people that care about me and yeah i realized that all my efforts on my own to get better like to move on to drown out feelings and find healing and peace and happiness were ultimately worthless in comparison to what god um could do and like redeem every chapter in my life Mm -hmm. and i studied the bible for almost like two years because i thought like had to be perfect but The truth is that I just had to be ready to receive God, and Mm -hmm. I was, and I got baptized in 2021, and since then, I, you know, through struggles, yeah, but I experienced peace, healing, strength, and, like, to let go of what's, like, in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for sharing that a little bit. I feel like we know you a little bit better now. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Are you feeling stressed, angry, tired, confused, unhappy with your current weight or your sugars? Are you ready to lose weight to prevent diabetes or even reverse diabetes? You just need the right health servant to guide you. If so, the His Health Servant app is for you. Find more information by searching His Health Servant on the Apple Store or Google Play today. Introducing 99 Relapses, the interactive podcast that not only engages you through audio, but also directs you to their website for additional resources. At 99relapses.org, you can access tools such as previous podcast episodes, show transcripts, devotional videos, memory verses, and podcast exercises to aid you on your journey of recovery. These sources are available to provide you with support, engagement, and strength. Visit 99relapses.org to start your journey toward recovery today. And today you are a psychology major, is that right? 
Yes, I am. Yeah. What led you into wanting to follow this field? Yeah, so um, psychology really interests me because it's about the mind and like how people think and process things. And I feel like throughout my life, I have suppressed a lot of my emotions and feelings and past experiences. And those type of things made me want to delve into like why people do that and Mm -hmm. how people can overcome suppressing things, how people can suppress things so much where they actually don't even remember certain things in their past that have happened to Mm -hmm. them because they put it back, they put in the back of their brain so much because it was like so painful for them. And um, yeah, those type of things really interest me. And I've always like been a reader and a writer and I just like, the way like humans work like how humans operate and how mm-hmm. people um, will conform to certain things or do certain things just to fit in rather than just like being themselves mm-hmm. and there's like so many factors of like humans and like the mind and like the brain that are so interesting that you know I can't even like wrap my head around but it's mm-hmm. really good to just so complex like, right yeah like yeah. there's so much things going on mm-hmm. thank you Thank you. And going a little bit deeper about your blog itself. So what led you to start the blog? What kind of led between your testimony and now what you share on your website? Yeah. So what led me to start my blog, it was was like an interesting experience because I've always kind of wanted to put my writing out there Mm -hmm. and write for other people and just put what I was feeling and thinking um, out because I knew that I wasn't the only one that has a story similar to mine. I'm not the only one who grew up the way that I grew up or have felt certain things. Like, So it's good to always put stuff out there to have people relate to you. But I've always had this fear of failure where I feel like if like I put something out, people won't understand, like mm-hmm. people won't like it, like no one will see it type of thing. And that's because I was like, I grew up in that way where I felt like no one cared or like no one would like see things that I do and like acknowledge the good that I do. So it was always like that fear in the back of my mind. But that urge inside of me, uh, like it was like my purpose because, you know, God like grants us with like gifts that we could use. Mm -hmm. And I feel like mine is through writing and just connecting with people on that level um so like putting the blog out there was me connecting to my purpose and Mm -hmm. like having people know that you're not alone and that there's someone who relates to you and there's a greater someone god a higher power that you can Mm -hmm. have a conversation with that you could connect with that you could find your purpose and you can't you don't have to search for happiness and like friends or like relationships or anything else like you don't have to find happiness and drugs or whatever are going through like you could find Mm -hmm. it through and there's so many people that need to hear that message so absolutely yeah Yeah, and, and just like you you were turning to buddhism you were turning to some other different things because you were trying to fill that void. And I think we need to know, young people need to know, hey, it's Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And in my life as well, I was trying to find 
what love was, what, you know, what the world had. And I was led into a drug addiction. And at 17 and 18 years old, I was a drug addict. And then God mm-hmm. saved me. And now I'm 25 and almost 26. And God has given me a family, a wife, a son, things like this, right? And, and God restores. And when we turn our life over to him, he transforms us from the inside out. And I'm no longer the man I was before because I'm a new creation. I'm, I have a, a renewed mind. You know, and so I don't have to worry, am I going to go back to that life? No, I tasted Jesus and nothing tastes better than that. And so we need to tell the young people, try Jesus. You know, we're seeing this in Asbury with this revival that's going on, a place where a university where people usually go to leave their faith because in college I was not walking close to the Lord. And so many people grew up in the faith, but then leave. Jesus in college. And so now the people can go and they can experience Jesus in college. There's a revival happening in university. And so this gives me encouragement. This gives me hope for the young people because God is reaching the young people. And mm-hmm. the same message that he's speaking to you, he's speaking to many, many other people that he mm-hmm. is all that you need. He's everything. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, so A little cool. bit with your writing, how has your writing helped your faith, your faith journey? Um, my writing has helped my faith journey in a lot of ways. Um, even though, even through like when I was like younger, I would write a lot of fiction stories and I still do, but I also do like journaling, which really helps you reflect on who you are and why you do certain things. And that ultimately connects me to God as well, because a lot of things that are mental health related that um, help you are also connected to the way God like wants to help you. And so like through me writing and like reflecting on, what do I really want to be like when I get older? Like what is like my real purpose in life or how do I get through stress or anxiety and Um, just writing it down and just reflecting on that, it turned me to the Bible because I didn't start journaling until I started studying the Bible because there's just this inner feeling that drew me towards Mm -hmm. wanting to write out my feelings to try to connect with myself because when you could connect with something other than yourself also, it's reflects back to you in a sense so through me like studying the bible while also like journaling it brings a more spiritual connection rather than just um me thinking that i could do it all because when you put when you like write and you are feeling like you could do it all Mm -hmm. obviously you know we can't do it all you know we're human so when you put all that weight on yourself it brings back all that stress and anxiety and all those other things because you feel like you're the only one, like you're the only one that could do this. But if you write and like you connect it to, you know, God or like um, something greater than yourself, then you feel more of a connection um, Mm -hmm. to building up yourself. And that's something that I love about writing, even through like, fiction writing too like you get to step outside of yourself and put yourself in like another character so um like developing 
beliefs around like the higher meaning of life and a connection to like a higher power that's you know god which trickles down into you like when you're writing fiction yeah you, you get to like live out another person's life and like remove the biases from your own mm-hmm. life and yeah. connect it together in a way so yeah it really helped me we have another question here that I think is so important to answer for our young people today. And you are a young person representing today. So you need to answer this, okay? In today's culture, there are so many challenges, so many temptations that can pull us away from our faith, right? How do you stay grounded in your Christianity, your beliefs, amidst all of these challenges? And how could you encourage our listeners today, our young people, to stay in courage and stay in faith with the Lord as well? Mm, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I when I like go through like campus and I see people like peers or like acquaintances or friends, like we're all going through so much things. There's you know financial struggles. There are you know peer pressure. There's family struggle struggles. There's you know relationship problems. There's a bunch of homework and bad um like trying to also blend it in with working too like a job and all of those things are so could be so taxing to your soul and mm-hmm. to like your purpose and could distract you from the real like who you really are because if you surround yourself through all these things and you're always busy and always stressing about something it always just comes over your heart and your mind and kind of blurs it to like who you truly are and I feel like for me I stay grounded in my beliefs by um like through journaling like reflecting on my true self through like meditation or doing something that you love also like for me I love art and um I feel like people um sometimes um college students could limit the um the power of prayer and I feel like the prayer is really important because it's also like reflecting on okay how is my day um mm-hmm. like how could I thank God for this day and also people um just seeking community and and counsel a lot of people sometimes for me too like um people my age we don't want to hear stuff from like uh, someone telling us what to do or like mm-hmm. what's right and what's wrong. You want to figure it out ourselves because, you know, we're 18, 19, 20 year olds. Like we want to like hitting this early adulthood, but like still kind of a kid because you have to like rely on your parents sometimes. And it's like this awkward period of your life where you mm-hmm. want to, you know, do your own thing, but also um like yeah like not limiting community because when I limited community I would do things out of my own power or um, try to work things out myself and that just puts me in my own echo chamber because I'm just thinking about what I want but if I reach out to like a friend that has you know good biblical advice and you know I ask them like you know, how could I work through the situation? They direct me back to God and they also provide wisdom that could help me and assist me rather than just me trying to take mm-hmm. control of my life. Cause that is something that I tend to do. I like to have 
control of my life and do everything myself. So, um, and also people definitely have the people my age have the fear of failure as well. A lot of people are just in college, like not they have knowing. to perform, right? They have to perform yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Like with their friend groups, like I hear like a lot of people talking about how they have like fake friends and they wish I had real friends that, you know, wants the best for them. And they feel like just so like lost, like they're just in college just to do it, just to get away from home or just to just to like find out who they want to be, which is really great. But in that process, they're not really trying to find out who they want to be. They are trying to fit in with other people. And just like that's why reflection and like meditation and prayer is so important journaling because that really guides you to focus on what you want and how to interpret that in your life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say just self-reflect um, for, you know, college age people and acquaintances, peers around my age, <clears throat> just like find that. Find out what you want and then connect Mm -hmm. it to the good that is because like the world doesn't like the world's wisdom is more like, you know, do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever you want. Like just, you know, party all the time. Just, you know, hook up with who you want, like all those other things. But if that doesn't make you happy, which it doesn't make most people happy, people just want to you know, fit in with the culture. So when you actually reflect, does this make me happy? Does mm-hmm. relying on a drug every time and feeling sad after and throwing it up after make me actually mm-hmm. happy? Reflecting on what you really want will guide you into your purpose. So that's what yeah. I would. Yeah, thank you so much. And I can relate. Whenever I was in college, I remember those feelings of all the weight, all the pressure and that performance as well. Like it wasn't until I, so let me give you an example. Whenever you're a child, you look at you, your mom and your dad and you're like, man, how did they do it? They're superheroes. They're amazing. How did they raise me? You know, and my brothers and sisters, all of this and work and everything else. But then when I had my first son, he's 11 months old now. I realized I'm older than my parents were when they had me, when I had my first son. And I'm thinking, I know nothing. And then we realized that our parents didn't either. <laughs> they were just doing the best that they could, you know? And that's so refreshing because we don't have to feel like, oh, eventually I'm going to get it. Eventually I'm going to understand. Do we all really understand it all? We're just doing our best. And that's that's so good, you know? And it took away all the pressure for me of, am I a father? Am I a good father? Am I a bad father? Like, you know, it, it just changes because it's not, the performance of, oh, I'm looking at my parents as an example, or I'm looking at my peers as an example, or my coworkers as an example. Who are you supposed to be? You know, like I can't be you. You can't be me. I love this verse in Revelation where it says, hold fast. Jesus is speaking. He says, hold fast. I am coming soon. Hold fast that no one can take away your crown, your crown, because every single person has a crown fit for their head from the king. And he says, it's for you. Hold fast. Let no one take your crown. That means that I can't be you and you can't be me because the crown fits only my head, right? And so that takes away all the pressure. Just be the best me, right? Be who God is calling me to be, not just who I want to be, because there's, there's a difference between who God wants you to be and who you are supposed to be. 
And yeah. amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all of those things. Yes. Another you. question here. Um, what advice would you give to our young people who are just starting in their walk with the Lord? Um, well, if you're just starting in like your spiritual journey, it's mostly about unlearning the things that you were brought up with, like unlearning like the biases, unlearning like mm -hmm. um like the devil's lies that were pre or like preached to you or told to you by people and reflecting on the truth on your own emotions and experiences and that exchanging path of, the, the lie for a truth that's really mm -hmm. good yes and you know that path of like exchanging that lie and like unlearning is through um you know reading the scriptures through mm -hmm. meditation journaling music three like these things are like known to bring reflection and evoke emotion and definitely mm -hmm. like start small too because um, for me, I tend to like just want the results and not want to um, live in like the process of mm -hmm. going through and like learning things. And that could get some people like thrown off or like distracted because they like want to know everything about the Bible. Like they want to just invoke all this knowledge and wisdom like at this second, like as soon as they start. But it definitely does take time. So. Yeah. you know start small like reflect on like journaling like through worship music um studying like the scripture and about the thing about community like if you find someone like in the church or like you know a friend that like is following christ then you could ask them hey like could you send me some scriptures like um could we start studying the bible together something mm -hmm. like that and like, for example, also like in meditation, um, meditation is also really important in like starting in like a relationship with God, because um, through meditation, like everything the mind wants to do is ignored and like you just keep sitting on it and reflecting and you notice like programmed patterns in your mind um, that were made up. Mm -hmm. And you get to process those things and turn it back to God. You could think about, oh, why do I do this? And then when you find that out through reflection, you bring it to God and God could help you with the right tools to, um, you know, defeat that. And also to learn more about him and the truth and Jesus's life. And sometimes like we think that we don't have like, programmed patterns in our mind and to our actions but just like trying out like a 15 minute meditation session just like sitting there I have this app called abide where it's like a meditation app but it's christ-centered so they have they make you meditate on, on scriptures mm -hmm. and verses and just like lessons in the bible and you just like I just plug in my AirPods and I just close my eyes and mm -hmm. just reflect on all these like program patterns, reflect on my day according to the scripture and just sit there and your mind will do what it wants to do. And yeah, there's like more to like the spiritual path than that though. Um, yeah. But I don't know if like you're, if you're listening to this and you're like me, but I, you know, like I said, I don't like naturally like the journey of like, um, you know, learning about it, just like want the results. But mm -hmm. yeah, my result, my advice is just like to start with meditation, journaling, music. And once you unlearn, you start to become original and fresh again and you get to yeah. do 
other many things like um, when you start small, you get to actually feel like, hey, I want to pick up the Bible. Hey, I want to serve in the community. I want to, I know what my true passion is. I know how to approach that toxic family issue now more successfully than I've been doing it before. So when you start with these small things, you get to um, go go bigger and mm-hmm. then you get to your purpose. So the simpler, the better. Um, you can't stop any like toxic trait if you don't know the root behind it first through like simple reflection through god and then like Mm -hmm. when you dismantle that through biblical power and wisdom because you can't do it yourself then you will know the truth and you'll find yourself but definitely does take time but yeah perfect thank you so much for all the things you shared today i really appreciate everything that you shared with us be encouraged check out her website it's in the description it's in the description again, spiritualaspiration.com. You can find that below. And if I can have you end our time together with a prayer, I would greatly appreciate it. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll start. Father God, just thank you for this time together just to focus on reflection, God, just to focus on turning our pains back to you, focus on how we can start our spiritual journeys through you, God, because everything you've made us, God, with minds and brains and hearts that are so complex and so rooted in you, Lord, and you know, you want us to figure out our brains and our minds because you created them, God, and you want us to use it to glorify your kingdom and glorify um, who you are, Lord. And that will just bring us back to our purpose, God. And we pray that anyone listening could find their purpose, God, that you will work through them, Lord, mm-hmm. that you will just help them um, stay um, steady in your word and continue to just grow and find their purpose, find their calling, you know, find the root of their troubles through you, Lord, because we can't do it alone. You are our rock and you are our um our king, God. And you know, we know that we could solve anything, Lord. So we just pray that you could just help us and with our minds and like our lives, our lives could be crazy sometimes, but we know that you can handle it. So I pray for that, God. Thank you for this time. Decent, I pray. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.